I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. Until now, the Oakland mayoral race has been pretty below the radar. That might be surprising considering all the big issues the city is facing, crime and public safety, housing affordability and homelessness. Mayor Libby Schaff is termed out, and 10 candidates are currently vying for her spot. The contenders are a mixed group. There are experienced politicians, including former and current city council members, as well as activists, lawyers, and someone who recently promised to build a giant water slide at Lake Merritt. On Wednesday, the race changed. The Chronicle was the first to report that Mayor Libby Schaff and San Francisco Mayor Lennon Breed threw their support behind one candidate. I'm Lauren Taylor. The future of Oakland is personal to me. And making our streets safer and cleaner, that's personal to me too. Because when I see homeless encampments on our streets and all the families affected by violence, I know we can do better. I'm running for mayor because Oakland isn't just where I'm from, it's who I am. What does an endorsement from established Bay Area big city leaders mean for Taylor, a current city council member? And what does it mean for Oakland residents who may want to move beyond the status quo? Today on Fifth Emission, Chronicle reporter Sarah Ravani and Joe Garofoli, senior political writer and host of It's All Political on Fifth Emission, join me to talk about the stakes of the race, as well as Lauren Taylor's platform and who his top competitor is out of the nine people he's up against. Sarah and Joe, so great to have you both on Fifth Emission. It's great to be here. Thanks for having us. So Joe, let's start with you. Tell me, who is Lauren Taylor, and how did he earn the endorsement of both Oakland Mayor Libby Schaff and San Francisco Mayor Ledden Breed? Lauren Taylor is actually a trained biomedical engineer. This is his first term on the Oakland City Council, and he is uh, one of the more moderate members of the council, you know, such as it is in Oakland. It's, it's everybody sort of center left, but he's one of the more moderate members, and so is Oakland Mayor Libby Schaff, who is termed out, and he also got the endorsement of San Francisco Mayor London Breed and San Jose Mayor Sam Licardo, Sacramento Mayor Daryl Steinberg, and former Stockton Mayor Michael Tubbs. All of those folks sort of praised him for the same reason. They say he is the mayor who would be ready to go on day one. Hmm. Now, Sarah, ballots haven't been mailed out yet. Most voters are undecided for now, according to some internal polls. Who stands now to be Taylor's biggest competitor? Well, as it stands now, it's Shang Tao, who serves on the Oakland City Council with Lauren Taylor. Tao is a progressive. She is the daughter of refugees. She is a domestic violence survivor, and she is a formerly homeless single mom. She and Taylor have raised the most of all the candidates. And she has also gotten some pretty big endorsements so far. She has secured support from the Bontas, Rob and Mia Bonta. She secured support from the Alameda County Democratic Party. And she has gotten support from labor in Oakland, which is a pretty powerful force. Hmm. And why have the more progressive groups like the labor unions and even the Bontas, why would they choose Tao instead of Taylor? So Tao has been pretty vocal about representing working families, being in support of working families. And so 
they have supported her. Lauren Taylor is seen as, you know, Shaft's ally. He's kind of been viewed that way throughout his time on council. And it's no secret that Schaff and some of the labor unions have at times not entirely been in agreement. Now, Joe, you wrote a column recently that claimed there wasn't a front runner in the Oakland mayoral race. Obviously, the latest endorsement news changes that dynamic. But you did note in that piece that out of the 10 total candidates, only about half of them are serious. What did you mean by that? Well, it's serious in the terms that it it would be conceivable where they could win. To run a, a credible race, you have to raise a certain amount of money. The three council members, Taylor, Tao and Treva Reed have all raised a significant amount of money, as has Gregory Hodge, who's a former Oakland school board member. And then there's Ignacio de la Fuente, who has not raised a lot of money, but he's a former Oakland City Council member for about 20 years, I believe. But he's been out of politics for about uh, 10 years. So he has the name recognition, and he's turning up on internal polls as one of the, uh, the people that voters actually know about. But the thing is that voters don't know about any of these candidates, and these endorsements uh, will help. The internal polls have shown that uh, the most popular candidate in this race is undecided because voters are unfamiliar with him. You may know who your local council member is, but in terms of citywide recognition, none of these folks have it. So these latest endorsements are heating up the race potentially. Now, Sarah, we're talking about city politics. So, of course, there's going to be some drama. There's been issues with clerical deadlines. Some of the candidates have been a bit controversial. Some of them have been arrested for gun charges. One has even used anti-Semitic language in the past. Tell me more about how this race has been shaping up so far. Yeah, there definitely has been some drama, especially surrounding two candidates that people have seen kind of as the fringe candidates, and that's Peter Liu and Seneca Scott. Scott is a community activist. He ran for District 3 City Council and didn't win. And Peter Liu has run for mayor several times in the past and has lost each time. They kind of entered into controversy last week after Liu sent a few anti-Semitic emails in response to a an Oakland synagogue hosting a mayoral forum with three of the city council members, which is not unusual. There have been other mayoral forums that I've attended that have only included either the three council members, not all the candidates. There are 10 candidates running for mayor. The emails resulted in Scott responding, saying protest, which, you know, put a lot of people on edge. It resulted in a lot of security at the forum. And it also resulted in Tao calling for the two to step out of the mayoral race, which they did not. (laughs) More with Sarah Ravani and Joe Garofoli after a quick break. Oakland residents have mixed feelings about Mayor Libby Schaff. So what does her endorsement actually mean for Lauren Taylor? You're listening to Fifth Admission. You can support the newsroom that creates this podcast by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. So Joe Garofoli, Mayor Schaaf's endorsement makes Lauren Taylor the establishment choice, but does her support even matter? How favorable is she with Oakland residents at the moment? 
Chef's endorsement is definitely a two-edged sword. You know, her imprimatur, her nod will bring him uh, volunteers. She's won twice citywide. Her donors may contribute to his race. And she is does remain popular with voters who live east of 580 in the Oakland Hills. These are more moderate, high-propensity voters. That said, her unfavorables outrank her favorables. There's an Oakland Chamber of Commerce poll was taken last year that found that 64% of likely voters said the city is on the wrong track, and Schaff has led the city for the last two terms. So having the incumbent endorse you in some ways means you're the, now the candidate of the status quo. And if you're going to run on, you know, hey, Oakland should change, you kind of backed into a corner there. It's good news and bad news for Taylor in this case. One paying consultant told us for the story that Sarah and I wrote on sfchronicle.com, you know, having the incumbent means you're now the candidate of the status quo. And for anybody who lives in Oakland, the status quo isn't very appealing. You own all the same policies. Now, Sarah, talking about status quo, you cover Oakland and the East Bay for the Chronicle, and we've talked about a lot of the issues the city is facing on this show. That includes homelessness, public safety. We've talked about the Howard Terminal Ballpark. What are the issues that you think will be discussed the most as this race moves forward? Well, interestingly enough, Howard Terminal has not really been mentioned in many of the forums that I've attended of the candidates. But the big issues that have kind of emerged are obviously homelessness, housing, public safety, how much police should Oakland's police department have, trash, clean streets. I mean, these are things that people are kind of grappling with right now and they want to see a change. Have Taylor and Tao, who are now sort of the top two candidates, have they outlined their key differences in some of these issues? Yeah, they, they're similar in many ways. I think that the, that's the thing where these endorsements may set them apart in some ways because on a lot of the issues, they're kind of in the same ballpark on things. And I can say this, two different kind of platform ideas that Tao and Taylor are pushing for. You know, Tao is really pushing for an enhanced infrastructure financing district over parts of the city that will invest property tax to build affordable housing. That's something that is being studied right now. And she's really been the driving force behind that as a way to boost the production of affordable housing. I mean, we'll see the details once it becomes clearer, but that's definitely been a campaign issue. And for Taylor, something he's really been pushing is like a performance management. Joe, do you want to talk about what Taylor is pushing for? Like performance reviews on a public city dashboard where Oakland residents could see, like, how's the Department of Public Works doing? What are You would establish goals and say, here's what the goal of the department is, and how are we hitting those goals? And he wants to establish that for every Oakland City Department and have those uh, figures updated monthly and have the open source to the, to the public to see how their city government is performing. He hopes that it would be a way to incentivize the city government to perform better if they knew there were eyes on them all the time. So, Joe, you write a political column for The Chronicle, so I'm interested in what you're kind of keeping your eye out for as this race moves forward. The Bay Area is contending with some really big issues, which often make national news headlines. We know that's especially true in San Francisco. But what will the next Oakland leader choice signal to you? 
Being mayor of Oakland has got to be one of the hardest jobs uh, in politics, certainly in California politics. There's so many intractable problems there, many of which don't seem to get better over time. The voters do not want some sort of ideological person here. They want someone to fix problems. When two-thirds of the voters are saying the city is on the wrong track, they want someone to step in and get stuff done. They're not wanting soaring rhetoric or anything like that. They want a doer. After we posted our story, we heard from one candidate in particular, Greg Hodge, who is a former school board member, who said that candidates right now are looking to build alliances. This is ranked choice voting. So if you know one candidate isn't your top choice, you might want to put them as number two or number three. Those alliances are being built right now. Hodge said he and Tao and Alyssa Victory, who is another candidate in the race, are in discussion about building like the progressive slate alliance. So there's still more to come, more to be seen. And that'll be definitely very interesting to see which candidates line up with who. Well, we'll definitely be keeping an eye out on this race. Sarah, Joe, thanks for giving us some key insights here. I appreciate it. Thanks, Cecilia. Thanks. Sarah Ravani covers the East Bay for The Chronicle, and Joe Garofoli is a senior political writer and the host of It's All Political on Fifth Emission. Find their story, which was the first to report Mayor's Schaff and Breed's endorsement of Lauren Taylor, on sfchronicle.com and on the Chronicle app. Thank you to Gary Baca for editing this episode and to you for listening. <laughs>